Hey there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Welcome back, Gyners, to the Wine and Gyne podcast. I am Kelly. And I'm Tiffany. And we are here to talk to you today about your stinky armpits. Yeah, why are you bringing those <laughs> armpits so stinky? Get out of here, please. Um, no, we're talking about deodorant today because a couple months ago, I posted in our Instagram stories just about my like general, what I do for my underarms. And it sparked such a great conversation. There was so much feedback that we were like, oh, we got to do an episode about this because it totally um, pertains to women's health in so many ways. Not it, just like stink, stink wise. <laughs> so much more. Well, and everybody has to figure out what to do about their armpit hygiene. Yes, for sure. And we're going to tell you what to do. We will tell you 100% what to do. Um, so I shared when, um, when I shared, I shared that I don't wear deodorant anymore. And everybody was like, what? you're a liar. And if you would have asked me like three years ago, I would have said that I was easily the smelliest person in the world. I was like, there's 0% chance I could have ever done like, do what I do now for my underarms because I was like, I had to use, like, my husband's, like, manly deodorant because I was like, dang, if I don't, I smell so bad. Yeah, I actually had prescription strength deodorant at Dude. one point. Okay, no, you're the stinkiest person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the stinkiest person. Dang, man. So, bringing us from, like, how can you be the stinkiest person in the world to Tiffany doing the same, not wearing deodorant. Like, how does that happen, right? It's crazy. So, and before we even jump into the how, we kind of want to talk a bit about the why. So, like, what is wrong with me using my husband's old, like, manly deodorant that's filled with junk, but hey, it works. Like, what's wrong with that? Well, what's right with it is that we can't be walking around smelling like a garbage can. No, we can't. Dripping sweat all over every single nice thing we put on our bodies. No. We can't can't have that. Nope. So we're going to try to solve that problem right away. And one of the ways that... um... The whole deodorant industry has done that is to add all kinds of ingredients into their stuff to make it so that, no, for sure, we're not going to smell. So should we talk about the difference between deodorant and antiperspirant? Yeah. So what is the difference? So an antiperspirant is actually a product with chemicals in it that clog the pores of your armpit to keep sweat from being able to come out. Yeah, so it's antiperspiring, right? Like anti-sweating. That's it, what you use if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like sweating 
all over the place. It keeps you from sweating. Yes. And the reason that that's desirable is because the sweat that comes from your armpits, once it comes out and stays in the pit (laughs) of your arm, (laughs) imagine with me... It, the depth. The bacteria that yes. kind of sits in that hot, moist environment, there's an odor that's created. Yes. And so, antiperspirant, people are trying to just, let's just stop that sweat altogether, right? Stop it at, like, before it becomes a problem. Deodorant is more like, let's cover the issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's deodorize. <laughs> Antiperspiring, <laughs> and let's okay. So that's all you gainers need to know. It's a very high level. Oh, it is vocabulary lesson. Yep, and that's all we have to share. Congrats for you. Okay, so those deodorant companies, though, they've put in a bunch of ingredients, and many people are becoming more aware of those ingredients. Of like, oh, maybe that's not the best to put on my underarm. Um. But there's so much more to it. So some of these ingredients to stay away from. Say you're in the store and you're looking at all of the options. Uh, a lot of these things are hormone disruptors, can, have been linked to cancer, reproductive developmental issues, all kinds of like actual real medical conditions. Um, the biggest one that I think most people, well, there's probably two big ones that people are most aware of is aluminum and parabens. Those are like the two that are most commonly like if you go and you look at deodorants, a lot of them are like, hey, we're aluminum free, aluminum free or no parabens. If they're trying to like get people to think that they're super clean. Right. And like the biggest issue with aluminum probably that we're still researching but having mm-hmm. enough information to really say like what are we doing here is aluminum is a heavy metal. Yes. And we're putting it in an area where you have significant lymphatic activity. Yes. Which the lymph system is responsible for removing toxins from your body. (laughs) And so basically what we're doing is we're putting it right in the space that it can just move it around. And I found it fascinating. I was reading something. This was like unrelated to prepping for this. But, like, a couple weeks ago, I was reading something about a stat about the location of breast cancer and, like, that upper right quadrant being, um, uh, like, going from, like, 30-something percent of breast cancer cases to, like, 50-something percent. And they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, think about what we're actually doing in that area so consistently in terms of some ingredients that we're putting on it. Interestingly enough, a lot of them also have propylene glycol, which is a, um, it's like a conduit for these other like aluminum and parabens to actually help them go deeper into your skin too. So it's like a carrier. It's like, okay, jump on my back and I'm going to take you as like deep as I can go. Right. Oh, that's not good. Suddenly I don't care about having stinky (laughs) armpits anymore. I'll be super stinky. Um, We actually did an episode about hormone disruptors and talked a bit about parabens as well in there. So things that you want to try to, like, stay away from. If you love your body. Yeah, you know? Um, So the problem is we're like, okay, stay away from these things, right? But then 
many of you gyners most likely have been like, okay, I'm going to try and stay away from this stuff. And then you go and you try some things without the things and you're like, oh my gosh, I, there's no way I can handle like these natural deodorants. They don't work. I smell like my disgusting smell plus like a smell that's trying to cover it and it's a terrible combination. You almost, you realize that you start smelling worse after you get off of those original deodorants. Did that happen to you when you got off? Oh, a hundred percent. And if I had not learned about like the concept of armpit detox, Mm -hmm. I would have never hung in there to do it. A hundred percent. I think I probably tried to get off of antiperspirants a couple times before yeah. I learned that like, oh no, you gotta like, you gotta pick a time and commit and like really help your armpits along. For sure. So it, this kind of reminds me of the people who don't, who like do like the no shampoo thing. So they kind of like uh, teach their body how to, or like their scalp, how to create less oil by like not shampooing for a while and... I don't know. I've never done it. But um, the idea is like you have this rebound where all of a sudden it gets worse before it gets better. But nobody really wants that worse space, right? Because you're like, I don't, I can't go to work smelling like this or like be around my boyfriend or, you know, whatever. It's like, I smell too bad. Um, I would say I had this experience with not washing my vulva. Mm, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. My, like, my body was like, we really want you to soap this off. <laughs> and I was like, I'm yeah. not gonna. You're gonna figure it out. And it was like, yeah, we'll see if you really want that. And guess what? It totally worked it itself worked out. It worked itself out. But there is a total rebound, um, like, phenomenon yes. with those types of things. It ramped up. So, if we know we want to get off of the things, and we start to get off of them... And things are looking real bleak (laughs) under there, then what is a person to do, right? I went probably through 15 deodorants, like natural deodorants, right? Options when I first got off of like my husband's, he was like using Old Spice at the time, which he's no longer because I was like, we can't do this. But um, I was like, oh, these just clearly don't work, right? There's no way that these like natural whatever, primarily pure and all of those. I'm like, oh, they just, obviously, like, they work for other people, but not for really stinky me. Until I posted on Facebook, and I was like, I'm at my wit's end. Like, I cannot find something I want to use. And a girlfriend of mine was like, oh, how long did you armpit detox for? I'm like, huh? Zero. Yeah, and then she put all of this information in, and I was on a rabbit hole, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is fascinating. But there's actually a whole period, like you were just saying, of, like, your body, your body chemistry needs to just work it out. Yeah, so the problem is, is that you change the bacterial balance in that area. Mm-hmm. So you're used to killing all the bad bacteria, but you're also killing the good bacteria with what you're doing. And so it never has a chance to just kind of sort itself out and find a happy medium mm. of balance. And so when you take the thing away that was, like, going on, so hard on that balance for you, yeah. then all of a sudden there's an overgrowth of the bad bacteria, which just causes odor. And so you have to wait for your body to, number one, get rid of all of the crud, yeah. but number two, to make enough good bacteria to eat up the bad bacteria. And it just takes time. 
And that's the problem is that this isn't something that is um, easy or like you can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to do this today because you kind of need to look at your life. Yeah. Right. Like what's coming up in the next, you know, uh, 20 to 30 days where my bot where like as your body is working it out. Um, so I was in midwifery school when I did this and I was like, how can I be around like pregnant or laboring women? and smell so bad and whatever, I found a three-week period that I thought births wouldn't happen in, and I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And I'm so thankful I did, because that was about the amount of time that I needed. I needed like 21-ish days um, for it. I went down the rabbit hole of like all these different options of ways to actually armpit detox. Um, There are... Thing, like actual like little pastes that you can buy. There are recipes that you can use probably with stuff that you have at home. There's like options of like lemon juice and water or coconut oil and bentonite clay, things like that. I ended up um, using almost nothing except for apple cider vinegar on a little cotton pad when I needed to, but there were a ton of really great soothing antibacterial options too uh, to help soothe that transition. Did you do anything for your armpits? No, I really just tried to like not do something. Yes. That was like my best bet. And then I did experiment a little bit with baking soda Mm -hmm. and some essential oils too. Um, But I was just mostly trying like not to use anything. That was my goal of like just smell like a trash can for... Mm -hmm. It took me a little bit longer. I want to say it was closer to, like, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that makes sense. It follows in the rest of my life. <laughs> you just need a little more time. I just need a little more time. That's okay. Um, but there are... We'll, we'll link a few in our Instagram stories of, like, options for armpit detoxes. Some people swear by um, using bentonite clay, for sure. But um, you don't have to do anything. I guess is like the main message here. You don't have to go out and buy anything. You don't have to like follow any anything. You just need to take the step, plan it out, and just do it. The things that are in a lot of these um, deodorants, and even some that say that they're natural, like there's some of like the crystal ones that still have junk in them. So you have to just be a very aware gyner as you choose what you're putting in your body in particular or on your body in particular in such like a sensitive area that is going to for sure uh, interact like and be brought into other areas of your body. Okay, so I want to talk about the hope that exists yes. for people to actually live a life without deodorant because I yes. think that is going to blow people's minds. For sure. And like I said, I bought a ton of natural deodorants before. And they're expensive. And the idea of just like, you know, keeping up with it and trying different ones and whatever. I was like, it just feels good. I If I could live my life with like very few items that I have to buy consistently for myself, I'd be so happy. So this one, taking it out of the... Uh, of like my routine. Oh my gosh, it's been like life changing. And this is coming... I mean, this is coming from two people who would say like, no, actually, I was the stinkiest person. Right? It's crazy. Yeah, and another thing I want to bring up is we, we mentioned the sweating. Mm-hmm. And, like, I also want to say that coming off of 
deodorants and antiperspirants, I definitely had a ton of sweating. But I think the reason was because I was detoxing. For sure. And my body had, I've been essentially telling that area of my body to not do its normal natural thing for so long. Mm -hmm. And then I asked it to do that extra. Like, please, let's like detox, which is just, which is just moving lymphs. systems along right so not only does the detox period include a little bit more smell and odor a lot more smell and odor (laughs) than you're going to be comfortable with but a lot of sweating too for sure and that would be good and normal and great yes but i would consider myself not to be necessarily the stinkiest person ever even though i'm pretty gross (laughs) It was, it was really the sweatiest person ever. Mm. I was so sweaty. Interesting. I just would like sop up every single shirt, even if it was yeah. like in the middle of winter. Yeah. Um, and that is not the case anymore. It's very rare that I get a ton of armpit sweat. Which just goes back to that idea of like the addiction that our body creates to these things that are stopping a very natural and normal process in our bodies. Oh. It's so fascinating. It is. Okay, so cool to talk about. what do you do now in order to maintain mm-hmm. a no deodorant lifestyle? Well, my no deodorant lifestyle, um, mine is actually very simple. I use apple cider vinegar. I have it in like a little nail polish, like one of those little nail polish uh, little tap things that you tap on. The, uh, there's probably a special word for that. With just a cotton pad. Rub that in the morning. I usually need, depending on the season, depending on all of the environmental things, like my stress level, if I'm working out, if uh, what I'm eating, all of those things, where I'm at in my cycle, I for sure change my smell. Um, So I might have to boost with some more apple cider vinegar at different times during the day, but that is all that I use. So I also use it on my face too. I mean, apple cider vinegar is great to have around oh yeah but that's that is all that i use and that's after trying multiple natural deodorants my armpits are really sensitive to baking soda so um there's lots of those options that i can't use but yeah yeah and i i had my detox period and then i moved to natural deodorants okay And I was going through them every few months. I would need to try a new one. Because it wasn't quite working anymore. So, like, I didn't need antiperspirants anymore, but the natural deodorants also was not quite cutting it for, like, Mm -hmm. a long term. I'd find one. It would work right away. It would be really great. And then a few months later, it wouldn't be Mm. as great anymore. Uh, And so you're the one who told me about ACV, apple cider vinegar treatments, like a year ago. And I actually didn't believe you. (laughs) We were on a text thread with somebody else. And Tiffany was like, wait, wait, say that again? There's no way that's possible. Yeah. You just swipe your armpits with apple cider vinegar. I do. And I was like, well, that must be for somebody who's not as disgusting as I am. And um, and so then I had to go through another bit of a detox period. Yeah. Nothing like getting off of antiperspirants, but definitely having to change it up a little bit to not using deodorant anymore. Um, but it was true. Yeah. It was true. I just had a few weeks probably of maybe just even a couple weeks. It was a really short period of time. 
that I used apple cider vinegar. Oh, no, that's not true. It actually almost worked immediately for me. I was shocked. Yeah. It was only a few days before I was like, I literally have no body odor right now. It was crazy. And then I had a period of time a few months later where, like, some of it came back. I had to figure that out a little bit. Yeah, and I will say, like I was saying, there are times... Like, there are just, like, seasons where I'm like, oh, there's a lot more happening here with, like, my scent under there. So I do have to kind of get it under control a bit more. But I will never go back to putting actual deodorant on. Because last time I did, when I was like, oh, it's, like, hot and we have, like, a few births coming out, whatever. Um, my armpits were so unhappy. that I was like, okay, never mind. I'm just, I'll just bring little ACV wipes with me everywhere I go if I have to. And I'll smell like vinegar. For a moment, and that'll be that. Yeah, so that's a concern of people's, that yes. they're going to smell like an olive garden. Thankfully, it goes away real fast. Right? So very pungent at first. Very pungent. If you have just um, shaved your armpits, too, sometimes it will wake you right up. A little stingy. Yeah. Yeah, so it just it smells very strongly for the first few minutes, and then it goes away. It doesn't stay on your clothes if you get dressed right away. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing, too, that I was, like, loving. Like, when you put clothes on, you're like, oh, my deodorant isn't, like, making stains on things and whatever. Yes. So much freedom. So much freedom. And so you mentioned bringing apple cider vinegar wipes with you. Yes. So you can do that yourself, like, make them ahead of time yourself or bring the pads and bring whatever your container is. But they also sell individual wipes. For the two. Yeah, you can find them on Amazon. Just look up apple cider vinegar wipes and you can get these little individual packets that you can just stash into different places in your yeah. life so that you can have the ability to wipe your armpits in the middle of the day if it comes to that. Yes. And so we, but we will be sharing more on our Instagram stories this week, but on we already have a highlight there that you can jump and look at. A lot of gyners have already shared what they're doing. And there are other people who are doing, like, rubbing alcohol sprays and um, witch hazel. Uh, like, Tiff was talking about different things with baking soda. And lots of suggestions for natural deodorants, too, which we will totally um, be sharing more of this week as well. Yeah. So that, there's a wealth of information there. But also, as Kelly said, if you start to look into this, there's so much on the internet. Yes. That you can learn about and figure out what other people are doing and what's working. And, you know, it's a real thing that you can, like, actually overcome. Yeah. It's, uh, I thought for sure I was going to be Old Spice for life. And I was like, oh, my. Anyway. So good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You guys can really take your toxin load down. You can simplify your... Uh, beauty routines. You can Balance, cut down yeah. on costs of buying yeah. stuff. I just go to the kitchen to refill my great. armpit container. <laughs> <laughs> just refilling the armpit container. And again, like this is such a great way to balance hormones too. Like there's lots of um, ways that you can get all that uh, those disruptors out of your life, and this is a big way to do that. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing all of the info today. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Gyners, for listening in on this one. Hopefully, you stinky this... Gyners. You stinky, <laughs> filthy Gyners. <laughs> we love you so much. Yes, we do. <laughs> and Despite all your, your smell. <laughs> 
We will be catching you on the gram, talking more about this, like Kelly mentioned, but also we will be back here for next week's episode. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the Wine and Gyne podcast. To connect with Tiffany and Kelly and all of your fellow Gyners, be sure to join them on Instagram at wine underscore and underscore Gyne or over on their website, wineandgynepodcast.com. Have a great day, vagina experts.